Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. Current events, local, world news, and trending. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada, and welcome to the show. So last night I posted up on uh, the live stream, no word on vaccine cards for Ontario just yet, but guess what? They are coming, and the announcement was made today. Thank you for joining me. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining me, first listener on here. How are you doing? I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. So I just wanted to uh, put this out here. Um, I don't know if you heard uh, here on Podbean, uh, they have come out with this new feature called the fan club. Now, my fans, my listeners, my followers, you can join this fan club. And by the, by the ways of one way is during the live stream, you can click the host profile photo, which is the trucker. Click the fan club button, click the join button. And the second way is as follows. During a live stream, click the gift icon, click the fan club button, click the send button, click the join button. And the third way during the live stream, click the join button on the live chat and click the join button. Now that is entirely up to you if that's what you want to do. So there's, there's something else I want to get off my chest too. You know, as a as a truck driver, and I've been um, a a truck driver um, well over you know three decades. Now, I, I just I I, I really got to say this. I mean, and 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 not all shipper and receivers. Some shipper and receivers out there who take the liberty of thinking that they can make a trucker wait for as long as they feel like it. Now, if you have an appointment time, oh, you're maybe 10, 15 minutes late, maybe a half hour late, whatever the case may be. There's reasons behind why sometimes drivers end up late at the shipper or receiver. Now, it could be a breakdown, traffic, could be an accident, could be weather. See, this happens all far too often with shipper and receivers. Now, they just work for the company. They're nobody, you know, really special. They don't have the authority. And I look at it this way. You either want to ship your freight or you you want to receive your freight or you don't. Because quite frankly, I'll be more than happy to close up my doors and drive away. And so will so many truckers out there. 
because we're just fed up with the BS from, from shippers and receivers out there thinking they just take the liberty on truck drivers. They forget one thing. Your customer that you deal with, you're expecting this freight. They're waiting for this freight. Whether, whether you are a warehouse, whether you are manufacturing, you need the freight and you need to ship it. Now, for over the years, I've been driving truck. I mean, I've heard it out there on the CB radios there where, where truckers just saying, you know what? We should just stop. We should just stop. Let's just stop for a few days and deliver absolutely nothing. And I'm talking about every single commodity out there. Within a couple of days, you'll have no gasoline on the ground to put in your car. Grocery store shelves will be empty. Manufacturers won't have the parts to manufacture. You should be happy. You should be happy to see me. And you're right. The country would be screwed for sure. Everybody would be. Every single person out there would be out of luck. Out of luck. You should be thanking us for showing up. Making the effort day in, day out, keeping those wheels turning. Keeping the economy rolling. Check it out on, you know, just Google search. What happens if trucks stop? And you can go through the list. And you'd be saying to yourself, I hope trucks don't stop. For these shippers or receivers out there, not all of them. I've been to plenty of them over my career. Late or not late, majority of them are happy to see us. But you get the few out there who just thinks that we come hell or high water, we are going to get there on time. That's not how it works out there. Now, I'm not saying we're late all the time. We do get on time. Yeah, even, <laughs> yeah, everything, you know, building supplies. You know, one day late on the supplies is at least one week behind schedule. Absolutely it is. You know, you get, I mean, you know, with building supplies, you know, you're delivering to to the lumber stores and stuff like that. I mean, they're expecting this stuff. Customers are expecting it to come in. If it's not there, well, what are you going to do? And for those shippers or receivers out there, just think that we're just going to show up and we're going to be on time every single time. That is not 
how it works in the real world. There's something I just had to get off my chest. Just had to get it off my chest. So, ladies and gentlemen, I believe, what, what is today? Today is, today is Wednesday. I hope it's Wednesday. Yeah, it's got to be Wednesday. So I was out here the other day. And um, an announcement was to come down from the provincial government here in Ontario about vaccine cards or vaccine passports in order to get into your favorite dining establishment, bar, gym, movie theater, rock concert, hockey game. Now, the announcement was actually was supposed to be yesterday. And, you know, the Premier of Ontario, you know, didn't like some things, you know, you know, send it back to Cabinet, you know, maybe we can make some changes here or there. You know, and, you know, because British Columbia out in the West Coast, they have vaccine cards, Manitoba, Quebec was the first to do it. Now here in Ontario, the largest uh, province um, here in uh, here in Canada, with approximately sixteen million people. So now the government, you know, because we'll, we'll back this up for a second, because back a while ago, Premier Doug Ford said, "Nope, not going to have it. Not going to have a split society." But you know the vaccines have been running out have been running really well. Seventy five percent of us here in Ontario are fully vaccinated. That's enough people vaccinated that we can lift all restrictions. See here in Ontario we're in stage three, which really means that you know we're not at full capacity. You know when it comes to uh, movie theaters, restaurants, gyms. Um, you know, if well, there hasn't really been any concerts per se, because you know, this we're not going to pack. We're not going to pack the arenas, right? So now, this vaccine passport or call it a vaccine card system is for restaurants, gyms, and theaters. But it's also going to be for other venues, indoor venues, such as hockey games and concerts. Major League Baseball is still being played with the Toronto Blue Jays. Starting their, I think, their last nine home games in, in mid-September. All uh, people who want to go to those games are going to have to show proof. Now, there's been places that have been taking this upon themselves already. Post-secondary education. 
the University of Toronto and, and universities all, all over here in Ontario, Western University here in, in the city of London where I reside, you have to be fully vaccinated in order to step foot on the property. Now, businesses has even gone far, or even even corporations have even gone as far as that you are to be fully vaccinated by such and such a date. And if you're not, you'd be fired. We know the struggles, the trials and tribulations that we all have gone through from shutdown, stay at home orders, the emergency order enacted, all 90, all 90 essential businesses uh, uh, closed their doors. You did online shopping or, you know, you had to do curbside pickup. You couldn't go visit your neighbor. You couldn't go visit family. You can only have the people who live in the residence, only those people that lived in the residence. We've gone through this three times throughout this pandemic here in Ontario. Schools are returning next Tuesday. They've been out of school doing online learning from mid-April to the end of June. So we might as well just say they've been out of school since mid-April. Over the course of the summertime, you know, we start to open up more. We start to, you know, have indoor dining. By July, you could go play golf. Go play tennis. Go to the basketball courts. You can go to the gym. Go get your hair cut. All these things that we're all be doing right now. And we want to keep doing these things and we don't want to shut down again. Yes, we are hitting this fourth wave here across Canada all 10 provinces and three territories. It's not out of control, not yet. You know, we're, we're seeing, you know, probably, uh, you know, average cases, um, it goes from 600 a day, 700 a day. We've had it up as high as 800 a day in the last few weeks. And then it drops back down again, so it's fluctuating back and forth. But the past fall and winter, you know, where we've seen the cases rise dramatically, where, you know, back just after uh, last Christmas, we were seeing over 6,000 cases a day just here in Ontario. And that's why then, you know, right after Christmas, we went into shutdown. All through the rest of the winter, all through the spring, 
till the end of June. So you know, we've had the we've had the opportunity to have a summer. So let's take the opportunity to have a fall and winter. Christmas, Thanksgiving, where we could all join with family members and friends. And hopefully, just hopefully, you know, we don't go backwards. Because we certainly don't want to move out of stage three, go back to stage two, go back to stage one, then ultimately being shut down again. Nobody wants to do that. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear the Premier of Ontario, you know, have a change of heart. He knows full well how difficult these decisions that he had to make. I certainly want to want to be in his shoes making those decisions. That's a pretty tough job. Very thankless job. Being a premier, never mind the prime minister. Now, after all these in-depth discussions with the medical uh, experts, they have landed on a vaccine certificate policy that is based on evidence and the best advice. Now, like I said, you know, we have two options. We either do this or we risk or we risk shutting down the economy, which would even be worse. Having our hospital capacity maxed out again and at the brink. Having our kids stay at home, our college and university kids going back online. And this is what they're trying to avoid. Now, those eligible for a vaccine certificate must have both doses of an approved COVID-19 vaccine, which will allow them to visit casinos, concert venues, theaters, cinemas, sporting facilities, and events, banquet halls, bingo halls, convention centers, nightclubs, and to eat at an indoor food and drink establishment. And that's every single indoor food and drink establishment. And the official said that the certificate is not necessary for retail shopping. Salons and barber or in barber shops, banks, places of worship, essential services, workplaces, or patios and other outdoor spaces. This is indoor stuff. I mean, you sit on a patio. I mean, what a great place to sit out, especially like today. But unfortunately, you know, I worked all day. I got home at, at 8.45 tonight, you know, and I'm thinking, I'm, oh, no, man, I'm not going to make my show. I'm going to be late for my show. But I made it. 
Now, the province said also that uh, the decision to exempt some non-essential businesses, such as hair salons and barbershops from the vaccine certificate rule is because data shows that the transmission risk is not high in those settings due to strong infection control practices. Well, then why were they shut down? Why were they shut down if the data shows that the transmission risk is not high in those settings due to strong infection control practices? Non-essential businesses, even when they're able to open up again, we're doing contact tracing. You go and get your hair cut, you had to write your name down and your telephone number down. Just in case, just in case they had an outbreak in that hair salon, they'll be able to, they'll be able to contact you. When restaurants were, were able to open up again, they're doing contact tracing. There's very, very, very low transmissions in, in, in the restaurants but in, in the manufacturing, in, in warehousing, in, in, in close quarters, is where the, all the outbreaks were coming from. People not following the rules. Maybe just got it by accident. Now, the venues that they have chosen are responsive to the risk that they have found in Ontario. Ontario's medical officer said at the news conference today, if the risk increases in other venues, we can add and implement additional measures to protect everybody. Where you will, where you will and won't need proof of the vaccine here in Ontario. Well, now, here's where you're going to need it. Now this, now this, you know, these, these vaccine passports or vaccine cards, whatever they want to call them, is going to come into effect on September the 22nd. Now, the government announced the vaccine and certificate program today, adding that in order to be considered fully vaccinated, people will need to wait 14 days after their second dose. Here's where you'll need proof. Like I said, restaurants and bars, excluding the outdoor patios. So long as the weather is really nice, I mean, the, you know, the bars that have the patios, I mean, they're going to keep the patios open as long as they possibly can. You know, till the weather gets really cool or cold, and then, you know, they close up the patios, and then you have to do indoor dining, which then you are going to need 
this vaccine passport. Nightclubs. Meeting in event spaces such as banquet halls, conference and, and the convention centers. All the facilities used for sports and fitness activities and person fitness training such as gyms, fitness and recreational facilities with the exception of youth recreational sport. All sporting events. And of course, again, casinos, bingo halls, gaming establishments, concerts, music festivals, theaters, and cinemas. Strip clubs, bathhouses, and sex clubs. If this is something that intrigues you to go to, then you're going to have to show that you are fully vaccinated. Racing venues. And here's where you won't need proof of a vaccination. At no time will anyone be prevented from accessing, accessing necessary medical care, food from grocery stores, basic medical supplies, or other essentials. Voting in the upcoming federal election. Outdoor settings, including the patios, like they said, with the exception of outdoor nightclub spaces. Takeaway or delivery service from restaurants and bars, retail shopping, your hair salons, your banks, places of worship. Now, all the things that, you know, that you, um, the proof that you'll need and the proof that you won't even have to worry about. So... Now, how do people get this vaccine certificate? Well, most people, not everybody, you know, has a cell phone. Now, if you have a, if you have a, a cell phone, a smartphone, then um, it'll be sent to you. I got mine right after I was given my second shot in a PDF format, which is downloaded onto my phone, showing that I am fully vaccinated. Now, all these businesses that I mentioned where you're gonna need it, all the applicable businesses, you will need to present the receipt alongside a government-issued photo identification. So here in Ontario, if you have a driver's license, it has your photo on it. If you don't have a driver's license, then you then you have a, a like a, a citizen's card with your photo and your name and all that stuff on it, which is acceptable, along with your with your um, proof of vaccine, and of course. You can get in touch where you got where you got your vaccine, and they'll be more than happy to give you a paper copy of it. And you can keep it on your person at all times. Now, the government said it is also, yeah, like a gold star. 
since the government is also developing an app for businesses that will soon that will scan and verify the, the contents of the uh, QR code, which will also be ready in October. And the app will show businesses a, a check mark or an X to confirm vaccination status. Now, you know, the, the you know the Premier of Ontario, you know, he, he's you know, back a while ago, he's like it's something that, you know, he did not want to do. But, you know, it was his 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 own caucus and, and uh, the opposition parties, you know, calling on him, you know, look, we can't keep going in and out of lockdowns and shutting down the economy. This is what we need to do. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, there's going to be people out there, you know, the anti-vaxxers, the anti-maskers, you know, they, they are going to whine, cry, complain. And quite frankly, all I have to say to them is get in line like everybody else whether you like it or not. For those anti-vaxxers out there, if you enjoy going to dine in a restaurant, a movie theater, the gym, concerts, sporting events, well, you either get the vaccine or you're just going to be shit out of luck. And that's the way it's going to be. And nobody's going to feel sorry for you. Certainly not me. Now, whether Doug Ford, the Premier of Ontario, wants to do this or not, you know, businesses, corporations, sporting venues, concert halls, movie theaters, they would have taken it upon themselves. And just simply refuse you if you did not have any proof that you were vaccinated. People were calling on it to be done here in the province. From corporations and business people alike. You know, there was even, you know, before this announcement even came, there, there was a, a couple of restaurants in, 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 in uh, Toronto where the owners of those restaurants you know, take it upon themselves to say you have to be fully vaccinated to come into my establishment.
and people on, on, on the, you know, the media sources that we have available to us and, and even on, on the restaurant's website, you know, even going as far as uttering death threats to the owner of those establishments, racial slurs. I mean, how more childish can you be? How more ignorant can you be? You're going to take it that far, you know, just because you're an anti-vaxxer. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, when you are online on your phone, your computer, whatever the case may be, I mean, do people forget that you actually have an IP address which can be traced back to you? If you're going to go online and you are going to make these racial slurs and you're going to threaten people? It's absolutely ridiculous. So now it's the government, ladies and gentlemen, that is doing this. Now, this certificate also aims to increase vaccinations. The certificates aim to reduce overall transmissions in the community and encourage vaccine uptake in order to reach herd immunity with the more transmissible Delta variant. See, you know, here in Ontario, we are not going to move out of this stage three reopening. We have, like I said, you know, we have, you know, 75% of Ontarians fully vaccinated. It's enough to lift off all, lift all the restrictions. But the top doctor here in Ontario said we are going to stay in stage three throughout the fall in the winter and into the spring. Now, it'd be nice to hit that 90% mark, which would really spring us forward. We've got a little ways to go yet, but I think more and more people, you know, are, are going to roll up their sleeves. And it doesn't hurt. People may be squeamish of needles. I understand that. Afraid of needles. I understand that. Take a friend. Take a loved one. Take somebody to hold your hand. Give you a tissue. If you need one. Now this this one this one doctor um, here in Ontario, I really like this guy. I mean, this this guy is is just he tells it how it how it is. He really does. 
you know, and um, he says um, that Ontario would likely see an increase in the vaccination following the announcement, you know, currently. And um, actually, you know, I said 75%. It's like 83% of residents 12 and older in Ontario have at least one dose of the vaccine. Oh, 76%. So I was only 1% shy. So 83% of residents 12 and older have at least one dose of the vaccine and about 76% are fully vaccinated. And we're likely to see a pretty reasonable jump in people booking their vaccines. Actually, even right now, you don't even have to book it. You can just walk in, you can sit right down and you can roll up your sleeve. But it's always good to check, you know, the availability you know, even with the pharmacy, right? You can always do that, always check first. But, you know, right now, you know, you know, here, not just here in Ontario, but across Canada, we have enough vaccines for everyone to get vaccinated twice. Now, for the people who might have been sitting on the fence are going to say, wow, if I want to participate in the non-essential activities, go to non-essential businesses like restaurants, like the bars and the concerts or whatever, I need a vaccine. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be, you know, I'm sure there'll be, you know, rallies here and there over it, you know, you know, you can go out and rally all you want, you know, I mean, do it right. I mean, don't go out there and, and, and act like a bunch of jackasses, you know, there's a right way of, of doing a protest and, and the wrong way of doing a protest. You can go out there and make yourselves look like a bunch of fools. Or you can do it responsibly. Either way, it's not going to change the government's mind. And he added that while vaccine certificates and passports are important, they are not the overall solution to the pandemic. This helps create a safer indoor space. This is not the only thing that needs to be done. This is a major policy decision that can be taken to keep places open. So we still have to do our little part in social distancing, wearing your mask, sanitizing your hands like good little boys and girls. This is what we need to continue to do been doing this for 18 months. I mean, it can't be that hard. You know, there was only maybe a couple times where I had to turn around and politely ask somebody, you know, step back three more feet. Maybe they just weren't paying attention. You know, it happens. You know, I wasn't going to be rude to the individual, you know, 
and and they you know it's like oh I'm sorry and they complied you know I keep my distance I wear my mask when I have to wear my mask now being a truck driver you know greeting the customers shipper and receivers you have to wear your mask. You can't walk into their establishment without it off. With you know, you can't. You have to have it on, or they just tell you to go back to your truck and get your mask. Simple as that. Workplaces where social distancing is, is difficult, everybody in the workplace is wearing a mask. Now, I'm not saying they're wearing it correctly all the time. You know, they have it under their chin. They have it just below their nose. They have it hanging off their ear. They have it up over their their, uh, forehead. That's not how you wear a mask, ladies and gentlemen. It's got to cover your nose, your mouth, and your chin. It's that simple. I mean, kids follow rules and, 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 you know, generally, you know, wear their mask the way it's supposed to be done. And in adults, majority are doing it, but you get some adults that just simply don't. You've probably seen this. And what's the point if you're not going to do it properly? Now... Like we talked about here, how do I prove my COVID-19 vaccination status here in Ontario, Canada? Well, like I said, in your, if you have a, a cell phone, a smartphone, and you have an email address, which a lot of people have, then that PDF, it'll be sent to you in a PDF and you download it, open it, save it in a file on your phone so you don't lose it. Or a paper form, which you can get a hold of the Ontario government or the place where you got your vaccine and they'll be more than happy to give you a copy of it in which you would have received a paper copy along by giving your email address, you would have both. You know, like I said, you know, people, I mean, you know, people don't have um, a cell phone. Like I said, you're going to need the paper proof, which is easy to get. Now, you know, what's really, you know, throughout, throughout our, um, our, our health care system here in Ontario, um, we have had um, our health cards used to be red and white. And it just had your name on it and no picture. 
But over the years, and it's been a long time now, you know, that we have gone to the green photo um, OHIP card. Right? So you can, you can use that as ID your driver's license. And if you don't have a driver's license, the Ministry of Health has said that for those without a driver's license or for those between the ages of 12 and 16, any form of provincial ID with or without a picture will be accepted like your birth certificate. And what information is included in the vaccine receipt? According to the document released with the, with the province, the only personal information included in your vaccination receipt is your name, date of birth, last four digits of your health card, the date of your vaccination, and the doses you received, and the authorizing organization who administered the shots. And that'll be on the receipt that you got when after you got your second dose. Or it was emailed to you. And they are going to come out with the QR code, which is going to make it a lot easier because I can just have it on my phone. It'll be perfect. I think. Here in Ontario, I think my fellow Canadians here in Ontario is going to jump on board with this. I, I really do. I really, you know, believe that's that, that's going to happen. You know, because, you know, God only knows, you know, what we have gone through. And not just here in Ontario, across Canada, but around the world. You know, last Friday morning, I was I was talking to a gentleman um, from Sydney, Australia, and they're in lockdown. All non-essential businesses closed. It's not the only place. You know, and, you know, for, for, for us who, you know, were able to, you know, work through this pandemic, have a job to go through through this pandemic, you know, consider yourself very lucky. Don't take things for granted. Millions and millions of people around the world lost their jobs permanently. Businesses shuttered. We here across Canada, we probably lost about 20,000 restaurants and other little small businesses because of this pandemic. Because they just couldn't hold on anymore. being shut down months on end. Yes, our government here in Canada, the federal government, 
from the onset of the pandemic, we made sure for those who needed money, got money every two weeks. And it started out with $2,000. That went on for a period of time and then it got switched over to their employment insurance. And they kept extending the employment insurance and extending it. But right now, even though we're, we're in stage three in the reopening stages, there's still a lot of people who are not back to work full time. There's going to be a lot of people where their employment insurance is, is going to run out. And they're only, you know, instead of working their full time hours, they're only working their part time hours. And even though we got a federal election going on right now, the federal government needs to step up right now and they need to extend this employment insurance here across Ontario. You know, for the people out there who are making a minimum wage and they're only getting part-time hours and they're getting their EI, but what's going to happen when their EI runs out and they're still not back to work full time? Yes, our minimum wage is higher than, than a lot of places around the world. You know, our, our minimum wage here in Ontario starts at, at, at $14 an hour. But places, you know, they're, they're paying more than that. They're, they're paying anywhere from from uh, 15 to, to $19 an hour. But not everybody's back to full-time work. You know, and that, that's another announcement, you know, people are waiting, you know, to hear from the, uh, you know, federal government, whether you know, we're in an election or not. You know, we go to the polls on the 20th of this month. Why in the world are pre our, our prime minister calling the election in the midst of a pandemic? It's beyond me. Just, you know, you know, got a headache, you know, from banging my head off the wall, trying to figure it out. And banging my head off the wall, didn't figure it out, just hurt. But despite that, you know, here we are. So with this vaccine, with this vaccine uh, passport or vaccine card, whatever the, the, the uh, provincial government, you know, wants to call it, you know, it's going to give, you know, time for people to get vaccinated. You know, I mean, now's the time to start, right? You get your first shot today, 21 days later, you can get your, your, your second shot, but then you have to wait 14 days to be fully vaccinated. 
So for those out there who are still contemplating it, you know, and just simply the ones who just don't want it, you know, get vaccinated. If you want to join the rest of us, get in line. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming out here and joining me. I appreciate uh, my listeners, my uh, people on my show this evening. It's always a pleasure to have you out here. I thank you for coming out here and listening to the Truckers Podcast. So have yourself a good evening and take care and be safe out there and give your loved ones a hug and tell them that you love them. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Take care, everybody. Be safe.